heart by Layla Pun. Dear God, pardon my French, but please don't let me fuck this up. Melanie Black is cursed. Just ask her crazy, superstitious mother. Her tennis career is teetering on the brink of fabulousness, but she can't seem to make it past the first quarterfinal. She's also desperate to break her year-long sex drought, a problem because the only men she sees with any regularity are her hard-ass coach Steve, and his infuriating but hot-as-hell son, Joel. Oh, and her best friend, Brad, but he doesn't really count. But Mel's luck is about to change, and she finally breaks her quarterfinal curse and gets an invite for sexy times with tennis superstar and renowned playboy, Pete Levine. Things seem to be looking up until a sudden, horrific turn of events. Everything's upside down. Desperate times call for desperate measures, and she and Joel decide to work together to try and deal with the fallout and pick up the pieces of Mel's career, even as their teasing, antagonistic relationship begins to feel the strain of constant proximity. Mel's tennis career may be getting back on track, but as other parts of their lives have been out of control, things between these two are bound to become explosive, one way or another. Ace My Heart by Layla Pine is out now in Kindle Unlimited. Go grab it. Welcome back, lady listeners. Welcome back, lady listeners. It is the second installment of The Stone Heart Bride by Katie Wilde. And listen, I am just as excited as you are to hear the second half of this story. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have been waiting on this. We got this manuscript forever ago. And I was like, no, I'm just going to wait on the audio. It's fine. Although I'm surprised I waited. I'll be honest. I don't know how you wait on the audios when you really want to read a book. I know I it's going to be worth it. Myself. But I do love that. I was, I can't even remember what I was reading the other day or I was rereading. Mm-hmm. And um, I was jumping back and forth between the book on my Kindle and listening. And the Kindle was keeping up. Like it would, whenever I'd open the book back up, it was like you were listening to hear. Wow. And I could click it. And it would take me right to the last page I was reading or listening to. Mm-hmm. That's, so that's nice. nice. Yeah. You know, I downloaded the Kobo audio app the other day and I really like it. Like the app itself is really easy to use. It's super intuitive, like no problems. And then um, Abby Knox was telling me she's been on Chirp lately. I hear a lot so of people talking about Chirp. She loves it because she's like, the books are so much cheaper. She can listen to a ton of stuff on there. Like, she's she's an I'm, I'm a changed woman. So I think she switched completely from Audible to that. You know, I, I want to note for a second because I had an author mm-hmm. say something to me the other day. She was kind of complaining a little bit and she was like, People are yelling at me about my audio prices. She's like, they don't understand that I don't get to set those. Yeah. A lot of, most of the time, authors don't get to set the audio price, even if they own it, even if it's their audio, Mm -hmm. Audible like does an algorithm of what they think it should be. And Mm -hmm. that's what they make it. And that's based on the time, the length of the book. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not up to them. Mm -hmm. And that's what all they can do. I will say that when they discount the books and stuff, the author still gets paid as if it's full price. Mm-hmm. So they kind of eat it on that end when it does go on sale. So that's not, 
you know, again, that's not up to the author either when that happens. So it's yeah. kind of like a surprise, like, oh, look, all my books are on sale. Guess I should promo that, <laughs> you know? Well, I think so. some get irritated <laughs> because they're like, oh my God, this book was like, let's say it was a trilogy. Yeah. And you release mm-hmm. each book in the trilogy by mm-hmm. itself in audio, even if they were to compress those, mm-hmm. the price would go up. Yeah. Yeah. Just. It's because be the length, the price. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all about the t- length and crap. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, for affordable audios, there are some good options out there. If Audible is like eating into it, and just it's a, just unfortunate, not all of the audiobooks you want are going to be on auto, you know, off of Audible. Like even the book that you know we had to go through all the you know loops and everything to figure out it was only on Kobo. You know, that was the only place that you could get it. I couldn't get it on Audible. I couldn't that's get it on a, Chirp. Yeah. That's the first time I've ever seen that where you could only mm-hmm. get an ebook and an audio on um, Kobo. It kind of reminds mm-hmm. me of those um, Amazon books that all have the same cover and authors like put a picture at the top of it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? And they mm-hmm. only release on Amazon. They're not in Kindle Unlimited and they always have an audio. It's always a big name author releasing with it. Oh, that that's not the Thousand and One Dark Nights, is it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 I know what you're talking about. Kind of like yeah. that, but on Kobo. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know they're through a publisher. Those are through the Blue Box Press. It's like so through that publishing house. To me, that it's only on Amazon though, and not in Ku. Yeah, I know. I don't know why they would be only there and in and not in Ku if they're and, you know. And then I can never put them on our new release post because it's not right to me because it says all platforms or Kindle Unlimited. I'm like, well, it's not a Kindle Unlimited and it's not on all platforms. So you don't make Where the does list. it go? <laughs> I, I will do. Usually they have an audio with it. I'll put mm-hmm. the audio on the yeah. audible section. Yeah. But I saw, ebook, I'm um, like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Because there are, I mean, like Kristen Ashley had one the other day with them. And so did like Kennedy Ryan, I think had one recently. Like there are big names that do it, especially indie publishing people. So, yeah. But um, I made a note on here because um, I sent you a link to a porn last night. And the dirty talk in it was wonderful, I thought. That's the whole point of it. You could have not even really had to. I take that back. I don't know. It was watching it was hot, too. Watching it was hot, too, because I mean, this is going to be graphic, guys. It's so graphic. Because the guy isn't a small man. He's a thick no. man. Like, and I don't mean thick, like muscular thick. No. And I don't mean like obese either but he's got dad a bod. belly on him it's yeah. a dad bod with it's a belly very much a dad body but a thick dad body mm-hmm. like he looks solid well mm-hmm. what i can see of him. he looks heavy he looks heavy yeah but he doesn't look yeah and even <laughs> the over belly like his belly was even a turn on yep. i don't know why i don't either just, i don't I, either when he said i'm gonna put it on you and hold you down with it yeah i was, I was like, like i am uncomfortable <laughs> i'm like why is this so hot why why was it so hot but i know we're making a book about it absolutely the thing i already is, claimed it i was like last night right, I was, okay so we're book? doing is this, this. Gonna be but the thing is is like he's having sex with a doll yeah, it's not a real person. Yeah, it's a doll. And so he's talking to her. It's like playing pretend. 
but it's still so hot. I wish I could share the link, but we can't. We'll get our shit shut down. I'm sorry. We can't. You're just going to have to go look like I did. Okay. I'm sorry. Tom Pornhub, doll. And he just whispered. Just the, the nastiest shit. The though. nastiest shit about be quiet so mommy doesn't hear. Oh, and, oh He's like, this is was... our secret. Hold on. What What did I search? I'd have to go back and search it up. And he's like, on. yeah, you can't even tell anybody because you're enjoying it. You like it. It was like, but then he would praise her. Oh, and, oh it was so just good. Like, <laughs> it's like, this. these are the reasons I'm going to hell. <laughs> this video right here. But the doll is like human size. Older man with dad. Okay, this is what you search. Older man with dad bod fucks doll. Dirty talk ASMR. Stepdaddy daddy. There you go. You're welcome. He's wearing a plaid shirt. She's a doll. He's doing it from behind. That's all you need to know. But here's my thing. is like when I go to search stuff on Pornhub, I always get an alert that what I'm looking for is unsafe <laughs> and then it kicks me out of it like how how fucked up like, is my brain that this shit i look up is pornhub's like no <laughs> i feel like it's i feel like we should get a pass because we if are I'm a not, woman <laughs> yes because we are not attracted because i think that's what it is is the yeah. age group where it's mm -hmm. the young innocent thing we aren't attracted to her no because mm -mm. we are her yeah i don't she need is I, us. she is the the smallest part of the equation yeah then in, in the in the my fantasy that's yes. not what i'm seeking no i'm, I'm seeking the act from the man to happen to her that's as, me yes that is me yeah so mm -hmm. when i when it, it is coming that way for some reason to me it doesn't feel gross now if yeah. it was coming from a man mm -hmm. i'm like Okay, we're gonna have a fucking problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, it's like when I go on Pornhub and I go on there and I scroll, the things you see, they're like, it's all really young girls. And they're all like, you know, not, I don't wanna say underdeveloped, but they're like, you know, it's like they just look really young. Their their body structure, their faces, everything, they just look really young. I don't and need so, them to act young. I just need them to look young. I just need them mm -hmm. to act young. Yeah. And it's not even that, like, like I just, I skip that altogether. I'm just like, okay, well, they're, they're appealing to the people walking in the door. And, it, and I would say, for the most part, maybe it is young men that go on Pornhub. And so maybe they want someone closer to their age or some, whatever. They have this fantasy about virgins. I don't know. Me too. But so like when I go in, I type in very specific things. Like I want like, like voyeuristic or I want like, like for submission or something like that where they're just like, or I'm like, Ooh, what if there's like a, um, like, uh, what did I type in that got banned this time? Because it happens every time I go on Pornhub. I type something in and it's like... Meh. Sometimes you can... I haven't looked at porn in a while. I looked at phases. Mm -hmm. I'm on a Smashwords. That's my porn. My <laughs> yeah, right now. That's yours. But they'll... Sometimes you catch a video before it gets ripped. Mm. Like every now and then you'll catch one that's like towing the line. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh. Oh, and it's not gonna be there tomorrow <laughs> oh you remember the one about the the guy it was the girl and two guys and they were in the woods and there was like a bear 
Do you remember I've that one? I've seen that one. I know I sent you that one because I was like, what the fuck? I can't find it. Like, I wish <laughs> I could find that one again because it's so fucked up. But like, there's some shit I'll look up just because I'm like, I got to see this. But normally the stuff that I want to find, there's no faces. I don't even listen to the sound. Normally it's like all the way down. I don't want to hear it. I just yeah, kind of want to see it. I turn like, the sound off too because I do my yeah. own narrative. Exactly. Because I know what they say is not what I want to hear, especially if it's a woman in it and it's like produced. Mm-hmm. I want amateur. I want like secretive hidden cameras, which is another one that'll get you banned <laughs> where it's like, no, get out. Yeah, but um, like, but the ones that are like actual like production quality, I can't stand those because the sounds are awful and the yeah. things they say are terrible. That's like, it, that's the worst kind of porn. And so that's why if I find one that's semi-produced, I just immediately shut the voice off of it. But this one, I was like, oh no, I got to hear this. Like, I need to turn this one up because the talk on it is so good. It is. Yeah. That one, that one was 10 out of 10. Like that. Really I'm going to listen to that one again. Or <laughs> <laughs> Probably when I'm writing this next taboo book, I'm going to have to reference some of this. Maybe we'll dedicate that book to them. Um, but yeah, it's interesting to me though that I have, I, I, I like the idea of the, like in the porn, like the, the hero, like having sex with like a sex doll or something like that. Maybe not a full doll, but one that's like a pocket pussy or something like that because it's like they just, they're so afraid of women. You know, and they're like, maybe they're just like so afraid of their size. Like, oh, just, I would just hurt a woman. So I'm just going to have to fuck this for the rest of my life. Like, this is the only pussy I'll know. (laughs) You know, and then all of a sudden, this magic pussy comes in to his life. (laughs) And then he can have sex for the first time and he can't control himself. He's like, you don't understand. I use this pocket pussy like 20 times a day. And she's like, bet. 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 <laughs> and people be like, there was no bet in the book. I don't get it. There there was no betting. I don't know. That's a, a bet's a word I stole from my teenage daughter. It's yeah, cool. right? <laughs> That's yep. what she says whenever she's like confirming something. She's yeah. like, bet. Like, we're doing this? Bet. <laughs> you want Starbucks? Bet. Bet. <laughs> yeah. I bet you've literally had that conversation. Do you want Starbucks? Bet. Yep. No, she'll text yeah. the word too. Bet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I get bet or slay. Yeah. Slay's well. less lately. Mm-hmm. I get that a lot. I haven't slay. had a new one lately. What? A new word. Oh, bruh. I get that a lot. Bruh. Oh. I'm sure one will pop up. Because sometimes I'll ask her. She'll say it and I'll say, what is that? And make her break it down. Yeah, like what's the what's trending right now? God, she said, <laughs> Don't make me Google. She said something, and I didn't understand it. She had to explain it to me four or five times to like really. I'm like, that doesn't even make any sense. What I wish it? I could remember what it was. I don't know. So I don't know. These fucking kids, man. You know, we were talking about before we started recording. I said I'm just tired all the time, and I said I don't I don't know if it's like the the season. Or if it's like, I'm a mom at Christmas, you know, because I feel like it's, 
I don't know. Like I've, I've been doing my best to go to bed last night. I went and lay down at nine o'clock and I was like, okay, at 10 o'clock, turn off my lights, shutting off my phone, going to bed. And I did. And I woke up this morning at like six o'clock and I was still exhausted. And I'm just like, I don't know what else I can do here, guys. Like I'm, I'm putting in the work. I'm getting my shit done. Like, is it just, is it just this time of year when I feel like, I don't know. I I actually had an appointment with my psychologist last night. Not my therapist, my psychologist who does my meds. Mm -hmm. And I told her, I said, you know, I haven't been working out since I got back from out of town. She's like, like, it's just that time of year. You're not the only one. Yeah. Everybody's doing this. She's Mm -hmm. like, this is the, I hear this in like every conversation I have. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the, the seasonal funk. She's it's like, settled. it's just, yeah. She's like, there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. It's getting dark out earlier. Mm-hmm. It's a little gloomy. Mm-hmm. Everybody's doing it. You're eating a little bit more, probably. Yes. Stuff yeah. like that. Well, you know, I will say, like, again, the, the dark doesn't necessarily bother me as much as the, all the shit I have to do to get ready for Christmas, you know, where it's like, okay, well that's this weekend and the next weekend's this weekend. So I need to get that done this week because I won't have time this weekend because we're doing the parade and we have to get a tree and da, da, da. And it's like, okay. And then we're having the bacon day and everything else is happening. And there, those are things I love. Like mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to all of those things, but it's like, okay, I just have to make sure I get all this other stuff in. So it's like my brain is on like hyperdrive of, you know, organizing and planning is even more so than it usually is. Yeah. But I do feel like once the kids are out of school and we take our break, you know, for, for Christmas and stuff, I think that's what I'm really looking forward to is like trying to get myself in a position where I don't have to work for a few days. I can enjoy the time with my family. I can watch the movies. I can read the books. Like, you know, I want to set myself to up to be able to do those things that I enjoy. So that's what I'm trying to remind myself. I am. I actually went to my doctor's office today and my appointments tomorrow. So that was fun. (laughs) So I'm like, obviously I'm like really ready to go, (laughs) but I go tomorrow because I'm, you know, I I know we've talked about it before, but I was on a different medication and I switched and now I'm on a new one and I don't know if it's like. I wonder if that's making you tired still. Maybe so. Maybe just like swapping medications and stuff. Like, you know, and a friend of mine was telling me this the other day that like, you know, their kid went through the same thing. And it was like, it was like two years of trying to find the, to fine tune that, that medicine, you know? Mm -hmm. And finally they figured out the formula that worked and the two medications that worked best for them. Yeah. And so, and that's what she said, don't get discouraged. Like you've only been doing this a year. And she's like, I know that sounds like a lot, but it's actually not that long because it does take your body months to adjust to something, to figure out if it works for you. If it doesn't try something new, if that new thing doesn't work, maybe you go back to the old thing and then add something else to it. And it's like, I mean, oh. it's interesting. Cause I'll talk to other people about the same meds I'm taking. They're like, they just didn't work. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> yep. This thing makes me like happy and I don't there's no like fog what are you talking about mm-hmm. I know like, no. I loved it you know I was on Wellbutrin XL for like a year and I loved it I thought it was great I didn't have any side effects but I don't feel like it was as effective as it could have been you know so that's why I'm switching meds again so you know it's 
uh, having these honest conversations about it too, I think is really helpful because I had no idea that my friend was going through the same thing with their kid and stuff, like until we had this conversation, you know? And I was like, Oh my God, you guys struggled for that long. And they're like, yeah, it was, it was a really long battle, like trying to figure it out. But. I think a lot of which I had done myself was years ago. I went to the doctor and said, I think I'm depressed. They put me on Lexapro mm-hmm. and I was just like, no, like I felt yeah. numb and I didn't really think about, or nobody really educated me that that's not the only option. I think a lot of people have tried one antidepressant. Mm-hmm. They're like, that doesn't work. And then they are like, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. That's not going to work for me when it's like Lexapro was completely different than well, Beatron. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's two totally different things. I feel completely, it does something different to me. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. body responds to different things different. For sure. Yeah. So if you tried yeah. one a long time ago and you're still feeling depressed and you didn't like that one, go back and try another one. Mm-hmm. And it re- is so strange to me how like, how other things work, you know, and I've taken Adderall and I feel nothing on it. I take it. And I cannot take it. And it's the same day. And I have like, like, how is that possible that like my body just doesn't respond to it? Like, why? You know, like, it's the weirdest thing to me. That's I'm like, this is a methamphetamine. A- this is meth. What, what's going on? I've taken on? a few Adderalls before. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't just like, yeah, no. It was like what I'm guessing cocaine is like. Yeah, I take it. I and was I'm like. Up. I have nothing. I'm like, this is nothing. I could take a nap. I could like, oh, did I take it? No, I didn't take it. Well, fuck, I did take it. You know, it's like, I, I feel nothing on it. So like, that's what I have to talk to my doctor I about. I wonder too. what that means when you don't feel anything. She said it. If you don't feel anything, then your your body needs it, I guess. That's what <laughs> because, I was thinking. Because I yeah. was like, I think people with ADHD, when they take Adderall, it calms them down or it makes them focus in yeah it's supposed to make where people focus. if you don't have it mm-hmm. you're like bouncing around like you got a ton of energy <laughs> like a drink a bunch of red bull i guess i would love to feel that way i do not feel that way off on it off it nothing mm-hmm. so i don't know we're just gonna keep trying like i said it, like it's just it's it sucks but you know it's one of those things that just it takes a while to get it right until you find that perfect cocktail uh, yeah. of the right kind of drugs so I don't know you know and I went for a long time without taking anything so you know for people who are just a proponent of like not everybody needs medication you know whatever that I didn't need it for a long time until I needed it yeah and now I do so I don't know what to tell you <laughs> like don't knock it till you try it I guess <laughs> but anywho let's talk about Katie Wilde and all her good stuff um I mentioned about all of our new stuff that we have um, on Tuesday's episode for Alexa Riley. Make sure you check the show notes. We'll have links to everything, all of our new stuff. It's a lot to talk about and just listen to. I feel like I'm just yelling at people, tons of books, and they're like, I don't even know what's happening. (laughs) So the same thing for Katie Wilde. I'm going to yell at you about a lot of books, but it's all going to be in the show notes. So just trust and believe, okay? So you're getting the second installment of the Stoneheart Bride. Um, it connects to the Deadland fantasy romance series, although it stands alone. Um, her last Remy romance story is in the same world, although none of the characters overlap. Um, in this series, it's called the Deadland series. 
Um, the Midwinter Bride is first, and that's on sale right now. You can also get the Midnight Bride, Pretty Bride, and the Stoneheart Bride that you're listening to now, the Midsummer Bride. And so all of that will be down there. And like Mel mentioned before, you've got the wedding night and the wedding night before Christmas. Both of those you want to grab now, like immediately. Yeah. You, I don't know how it's to awesome tell you. They're awesome Christmas reads to do They're right so perfect. That's the book you want to read right now, immediately. So go grab those. And then check out her um, flip book that we talked about on Tuesday's episode. That's the one that keeps selling out on Amazon. So if you see it in paperback, grab it because they keep going. I'll post up a picture when mine comes in so you can see it. It's really pretty. I'll show like a video of it or something on Instagram. And then let's see. Oh, there's a bonus epilogue for the book that you're listening to now, the Stoneheart um, ebook. Uh, if you want more of this, grab the ebook. There's an extra epilogue and the maps in there too that you can see. And it's incredible. Um, her giveaway this week is a $50 gift card to an online bookstore of your choice. And um, she does have two books up for pre-order right now. She said they're both in KU. She said if you you know want to mention those, you can. If not, don't worry about it. So if, if those are in the show notes, check them out. I, I think those are the ones you were talking about, though, right? There one of one? them was, yeah. Okay, on Tuesday's episode, yeah. So make sure you check those out. I think that's everything. That's so much. That's <laughs> a lot. But like we said, yeah. in the notes... And then all go right. to readmeromance.com. It's all on that homepage. Mel's going to have everything up there so you can go see it. All right. Let's send them in. All right. See you guys on the other side. Three. Given so little time to spend with him, Flora hadn't meant to sleep. Yet she must have, because she awoke to the decadent pleasure of Brahm leisurely feasting upon her cunt. She had but a moment to admire him in the pale morning light, his dark hair tangled and his mouth reddened and glistening with her wet lust. Then his tongue slicked over her clit and ecstasy rolled through her veins in a long, hot wave. She choked on a cry, then crammed her fist against her mouth, her body undulating with each long, hot lick until Brahm had to hold her down again, and then she could do nothing but come and come and come. This time, he made his way back up slowly, kissing a path to her mouth, where he settled in for another long and leisurely taste. But eventually, the noise from outside had to intrude. His warriors were readying the horses and waiting to take down the tent. And so this sweet dream had to end. His dark eyes narrowed when she closed her eyes and turned her head away. Should I not have awakened you by kissing your cunt? Have I angered you? No. Never could she let him think so. Anywhere, any time, I mean it. I am merely a dreaming fool. Do you worry about your uncle? Partially. At least that was true. A muscle worked in his jaw. Do you still intend to fulfill your duty to him? No, she said quietly. I am glad of it. He brushed a curl from her cheek. We have much to speak of. We will ride together again. On his stallion. So this was not yet the end. Not until they reached her uncle's palace. With a hesitant smile, Flora swiftly kissed his mouth. The next minutes were spent donning clothes, rolling up his furs, and finding any excuse to touch him. And with her heart full, so stupidly full, because such fullness would only hurt all the more when it was punctured again. They set again an easy walking pace, though with one of Brahm's warriors leading her gelding. 
She spent the first minutes watching the horse for any signs of lameness or strain. But aside from lingering fatigue that a week at rest and grain ought to cure, he seemed well enough, though they were going the wrong way. She glanced at the sun to be certain. We are headed east. We are. Toward his clan's territory? You told Vash that you're taking me home. I am, to my home, and now your home. You'll be safe there. Longing pierced her heart, but it could not be. I won't abandon Innes. I may not be of much use in a war against the ogres, but I can be of some use. There will be no war. The ogres are no threat to you or to Innes. The threat to you comes from another direction. A disbelieving laugh escaped her. Did you forget already how you found me last eve? And what the ogre's intentions were? Yesterday you were terrified and had no time to think, so think on it now. She forgot now and then how Brahm sometimes irritated the piss out of her. Think on it. What was there to think? Her uncle had long held that ogres were planning to destroy Innes. At one point, he'd argued for making the first strike, marching into the mountains and rooting them out of their caves only to have his son, his generals, and his counselors advise him to wait, as Innes's defenses were stronger than an army advancing into unknown territory would be. Which was why her uncle had been so desperate to form an alliance with the Stoneheart clan. Whether striking out or defending, the warrior's strength would improve Innes's chances either way. When Flora had been taken, her uncle had been proved right, except the ogres hadn't attacked the kingdom. Instead, only two had tried to provoke Innes into declaring war on the ogres. Nausea suddenly churned in her gut. You think my uncle hired them? So does your cousin. That could not surprise her. Vash was always of the opinion that the evidence my uncle gave of the upcoming attack seemed slight, and I was always of the opinion that I was safe from him. That is why he took me in and would have married me off so he could make use of me in a way that wouldn't enrage the rest of Innes. Instead, he hoped to enrage them, so they'd demand to go to war. We believe he did. She gave a sick, hollow laugh. No wonder he proposed marrying me to you. He knew that you would have led the Stoneheart clan into the mountains yourself if the ogres had eaten your betrothed. Is that why you rejected the proposal? No. I would have always refused such a marriage. Her heart shriveled. Oh. And Vash and I had not guessed that your uncle would use you in such a way. His voice suddenly roughened. Flora? I am well. She hastily wiped away the tears that had dripped onto his forearm. But her response was hardly more than a croak, and he would know it for a lie. Pressing her palm to her mouth, she tried not to sob but it seemed a long time before she could trust herself to speak, and still it emerged on broken breaths. What was the message? His arm around her tightened its embrace. To Vash? She nodded. He hesitated for a moment. It is as I said. The Stoneheart clan will never be friends to King Marta's. But Brom was friends with Vash, and Brom had vowed that Innis would be protected. Oh. Vash will kill my uncle and take the crown? He will. Probably for the best. He did not ask for your support? 
Not when it might seem as if the Stoneheart clan had betrayed the offer of friendship that your uncle extended. And so no one would wonder whether Brahm had made a puppet of Vash after he claimed the throne. I see. What was it that my uncle had hoped to gain by marching an army into the mountains? Oh, but she could answer that herself. The mines. It is said they are filled with jewels and gold, which the ogres care nothing about. Two did. True. Because her uncle must have paid two to kill her. And now, what was she to do? So you are taking me out of my uncle's reach? I am. And I am to wait until all is settled before I return to Innes? Brahm stiffened behind her. You wish to return. Did I not please you? I... I don't. Her lips smashed tight as tears threatened again. His voice was harsh. By the wetness of your cunt as you came, you seemed well pleased, so I will continue to court you. Court me? Payne ripped a bitter laugh from her chest. You already rejected me. Never would I reject you, he snarled. I rejected that marriage. Had she gone mad? Did words make no sense? I don't understand. How? Never would any of our clan marry to secure an alliance or any other such arrangement. Only a marriage for love is acceptable. Her lips parted as his words filled her with hope, so much hope. Yet she could not be foolish again. For love? But your hearts are stone. As they should be, he said, and caught her chin to tilt her head back against his shoulder. His brow furrowed as he studied her face, as if baffled by her confusion. Is yours not? No, I wish it was. Then it could never have shattered. How can you speak of love if your heart is too hard to let it in? Wouldn't your heart be impervious to love? A slow smile curved his mouth. How can you speak of love if you believe a heart is soft and weak? Abruptly, he laughed. Like chalk, that is what you meant? I believed it a jest when you said my heart must be akin to a soft white stone. Is that what you wish, to share a love that will easily crumble in your fist? No, I, I... She suddenly felt dizzy, as if the entire world had shifted under her feet. Love, he said quietly, is the strongest of all true magics. Trust that it can penetrate anything, even stone. But what my heart will not do is easily crumble. And so the love within a stone heart will weather any troubles, just as a mountain stands against storm and quake. In time enough, perhaps my heart might wear away, but that time would be far longer than I am ever likely to live. Oh, she whispered. But you thought elsewise. You thought that I couldn't love and that I'd refused you, and so you kept away from me. Flora could not answer, not without sobbing. Yet still you let me touch you, though I'd hurt you so badly. Still you would have taken more and given as much in return. He brushed a tear from her cheek. Such a heart you have, already to have withstood so much. Stronger even than granite. A diamond, sharp and clear. That couldn't be. It broke, she confessed on a shuddering breath. Did it, and all the love spilled out. Gone forevermore? No, none of it had gone. 
though these past days might have been less painful if it had. His eyes darkened. Forgive me for that. For a misunderstanding? For not being clear in my intentions. No matter what your uncle said or wanted, never would I have hurt you. I thought you understood that I meant to have you, especially after you accepted the second winding. I don't know what that is. I just wanted to kiss you. That earned her another kiss, swift and hard, before he eyed her with some bafflement again. How can you not know the windings? The wedding ritual is the same in Innis as in the Deadlands. Binding hands with a red ribbon and speaking vows? But courtship is the winding of the ribbon around each finger. First with friendship, then passion in all its forms, followed by shared values and hopes, a stone heart to withstand all troubles, and a promise to care for each other and any children that may come. With each one, Brahm mimed winding a ribbon around Flora's fingers, then finished with a full loop around her hand. Then love binds all together. Never have I heard that before. Not letting go of her hand, Brahm intertwined his fingers with hers. Perhaps it has fallen out of tradition in places where they marry for other than love. Her heart beat faster. So we had established friendship, and the second is the bed. His thumb stroked a circle in the center of her palm, making her shiver. Though some start with passion and find friendship later. But though I wished for both, I thought your uncle and cousin would not wish for me to begin your courtship in bed. Flora would not have argued against it. So you wish to bed me before we marry, to make certain our passion is well matched? I know our passions are matched. I knew before I ever kissed you. Flora had also thought so, or hoped so. And perhaps those hopes were not so foolish after all. But I would like to have you in my bed soon anyway, to be certain. His grin matched hers, too. The moment we are home, when I take you the first time, I would not have you muffle your screams. How long must we ride? Five days at this pace. She groaned. But perhaps it would not be so terrible, and they could begin the next winding in the courtship as well and speak of their values and goals, though in truth, after all that she'd learned of him in the past months, she was certain they were already aligned. And, will we still share a tent? We will. And will you allow me to touch you and kiss you? Any time, my mouth and anywhere else. Her delighted laugh rang out. But you will have to muffle your screams. Your pleasure is mine alone. Only yours alone. Brahm squeezed her hand and held her tight. Solemnly, he added, as it always will be. Epilogue Flora had heard both Vash and Brahm describe the fortress held by the Stoneheart clan. Yet still, nothing could have prepared her for the sight of the towering stronghold rising above the sheer face of the granite cliffs or the crystalline waterfalls that filled the air with rainbows of sparkling mist. Horses grazed terraced pastures, children chased each other shrieking with laughter, and everywhere she looked, joy seemed in no short supply. Do you think you could be happy here? Brahm murmured in her ear as they rode the long winding ribbon of cobblestone that led to the stronghold. 
I think I would have to exert every effort not to be happy here, and still I might fail. He brushed a kiss against her temple before straightening again, calling out greetings here and there. Despite the curious looks Flora received, he did not pause to introduce her fully, aside from proudly announcing that she was his bride. Considering the hard length nestled against her ass, it was likely that Brom would not stop before they'd reached his bedchamber. Until she said, Do you wish to marry first? She must have surprised him. The stallion tossed his head, as if reacting to unexpected tension in the reins. In a flat voice, as if he didn't wish to reveal his preference either way, he asked, Do you not wish to continue courting, to be certain? I'm certain. And because she hadn't declared herself so openly before, despite five blissful days and nights in his arms, she continued, I do not wish to be in your bed simply to discover whether I can love you and want you enough to marry you. I know that I do. Love you, that is. And want you. Enough to marry. Enough to not marry. And still continue loving and wanting you. Except, Brahm had made no declaration either, and now he sat rigidly behind her. In a smaller voice, she added, Unless you need me to continue courting you. Anxiously, she turned to look back at him, and there was such tenderness in his gaze. His throat worked, and a moment later he said thickly, I have never needed you to court me. I have wanted you from the beginning and loved you almost as long. She considered that. So you've been waiting longer to bed me than to marry me? I have. Well, then... Flora settled back against him. Your bedchamber awaits, and your heart is not the only part of you that's hard as stone. We'll marry when you finish making me scream. Brahm laughed and nudged the stallion into a faster gait. The fortress was no doubt even more impressive as they approached it. Flora barely saw a thing, because as soon as Brahm rode into the courtyard and lifted her down from the saddle and up into his arms, all the world faded away until there was only him and her, and the way Brom kissed her as he carried her into his chambers. Loving him had never been a mistake. Hoping for this had never been foolish. Instead, it seemed the greatest of all treasures to have a friend who could set fire to her skin, who searched out every spot that made her shiver with need, who trembled when she took him in her hand or her mouth, and who looked at her as Brom did, cherishing her, loving her. Then kissing her again, from swollen lips to drenched cunt, and every quivering inch of skin between, readying her, because never would Brahm hurt her. And her barbarian was big indeed, big enough to make her cry out. But it was his gentleness that made her scream, as he pushed slowly into her narrow sheath, the pain of taking him nothing to the agonized frustration of needing him, deeper and deeper and deeper, as Brahm resisted every desperate entreaty. She pulled at him and pushed at him, and finally she was full, fuller than she'd ever dreamed, because her dreams were nothing to the reality of when he kissed her, when she could feel him moving inside her, so deep inside her, and rougher, his control shattering as she began to come. But Flora wasn't screaming then, because she was kissing him again, utterly full of his love, and her heart a shining diamond in her chest, strong, unbreakable, made of stone.
The End This has been The Stoneheart Bride by Katie Wilde. Read for you by Leah Holland. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you so much, Katie Wilde, for giving us The Stoneheart Bride. We absolutely loved it. This is fantastic. It was a great way to go into the last couple weeks of the year. This is perfect. Yes. I want you to come back forever and ever. So um, next year, we're good. You got it? Okay, I'll put you on the schedule. <laughs> Thanks. Awesome. Um, up next week, we have us. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I never. Um, we've got Alexa Riley um, stalking the secret baby. It's, it's so the stupidest slash best title ever. So that's what's coming next week. So make sure you join us back. We're finishing out the year. We've got next week and then the week after. So Alexa Riley is going to, we're going to get you back to back before right. the year's out. So that's it. Double team. All right. Tell them what to do. Fuck your day up. Make today your bitch. Don't be a dick. Bye guys. Bye. Read me romance. Read, read me romance. Read me romance. Read, read me romance. You could take a look in a book that's fine. Or you could sit back, relax, and unwind. And read me romance. Read, read me romance.